How we doing? How we doing? Welcome to Ben's Bets Podcast. Uh, hopefully the audio should be better this episode. Uh, last week I recorded with a different pair of headphones, so hopefully this episode I'm coming to you a little bit more clearly. Um, if you hear a little background noise, that's just talking in the room next door. All right. So, where, well, first of all, first of all, a little action the past couple days has upset me. Took Kent State plus two and a half on uh, Tuesday night, Halloween. Nope, got killed. Slaughtered. All right, I'll take that one on the chip. Last night, Western Michigan coming into the game as a three and a half point favorite at home on a Wednesday night against Central Michigan, an inferior team. I said, you know what? I'm going to put the house down on Western Michigan. I bet money on the game personally myself. Western Michigan's up, I don't know. 7 nothing in a blink of an eye, two and a half minutes into the game. Now, they were, they did have a freshman that was starting for him. It was, I believe it was the second star ever. However, still, he didn't seem phased by it. Um, 21-7 at half, Western Michigan. I'm thinking, I got this game in the bag. Flip over to Game 7 of the World Series because I'm not trying to watch some action when World Game 7 of the World Series is on. Check the score one more time. I see it's 28-14 going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, all right, cool. I knew that was a lock. Next thing you know, I get a text from my friend. He's like, Western Michigan fumbled the ball at the own, at Central Michigan's five. They fumbled the ball on their next drive, and then they just got a punt block. And then on their kickoff, on Central Michigan's kickoff after they tied the game 28-28, apparently the kicker mishit it, and Central Michigan picked it up. So it was basically like an onside kick. Rolled right down the field, scored. Central Michigan won the game 35-28. I was left with a shocking look on my face. Uh, Western Michigan had a 98.3% chance to win that game with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I don't know how you don't win that game. It's just the only thing you have to do is just not fumble the ball, and they literally fumbled the ball. It blows my mind, but that's a little Mac for you. So I've decided I am going to not bet the Mac anymore because if they're going to throw some shenanigans at me like that, that's just I'm I don't mess with that. Nope. You can keep your Mac. I'll I'll watch your Tuesday and Wednesday night games, but I'm not betting on it. And so the last couple weeks, well last week Thursday through Saturday I went 6-3 and 1. Uh the push was the um South Carolina was favored by 7 over Vanderbilt and they won 34-27 so it was a push. So 6 and 3 really. 6 and 3 for me, I don't look at that as a great week. I look at that as a good week, but I look at that as a great week. I know I can do better. So uh, I'm not really, you know, happy. I, I hear a lot of people, "Oh, 6 and 3 is great." I, I see kids on Twitter, "Oh, I went 5 and 4 tonight." That that's not cutting it for me. I'm trying to be at 70%. I know it's hard, but I mean that's why I'm doing it. So you're messing with the best. Uh so last week, just a real quick recap, Stanford, I recorded the episode last Thursday, I told you, jump on Stanford, Oregon State, worst rushing defense in the FBS, Bryce Love's about to have a night, next thing you know, I published the podcast, release it, I don't know, about 8.13pm, about 45 minutes later, I see on ESPN, Bryce Love's out, the line was at minus 21, it immediately went down to minus 18 and a half, but I still thought, alright, you know what, don't freak out, I know you told everyone, Stanford's going to cover, and I was like, relax. Oregon State's only win is against Portland State. Portland State, okay? That's like a made-up university. All right, that, that's like the – that honestly may have been where um, 
Blue Mountain State was, located in Portland, and then they just changed the name to Portland State so that they're actually legitimate now. Anyways, Stanford lays an absolute egg on the field. Terrible. They won the game 15-14, but to be honest, they shouldn't have won that game. Oregon State deserved to win that game. So started off the week with a loss, not feeling too good. Going to Saturday, already down 0-1. Uh, Wake Forest covers plus three. They beat Louisville. They handed Louisville a decent loss. I think they beat them by 16 points by the end of that game. So I called that one. Marshall minus 17. Marshall, just like Stanford, was should have easily won that game. Marshall was six and one going into the game against a four and four, or sorry, a four and three Florida Florida International University, and Marshall got smoked. That line at minus seventeen was the fakest thing I've ever seen. I don't know why the line was at minus seventeen. So one and two then Penn State plus six and a half covered. Um, I feel bad for anyone that had the Penn State money line. I know someone who did. Definitely a rough ending to that game. Penn State had it in the bag going into the fourth quarter and was up two touchdowns, I believe, or 15 points with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. So no reason really to lose that game, but they did. TCU, Kenny Hill, and Gary Patterson and all absolutely just did not perform in Iowa State. Iowa State, I give them credit. I didn't think, I thought their win against Oklahoma was, you know, a fluke, just a random upset, but now they've beaten two top five teams uh, this season. So I, I saw in the college football rankings, they're up to 15th, I believe. So you got to give them some credit. I did not think they were that good, but they're showing out and they didn't let TCU score an offensive touchdown. So more power to them. So, uh, and they'll be in one of the games in my picks this week. Notre Dame minus seven. Notre Dame has been riding high. They beat NC State, I believe, by 21 points. Uh, I had a very good feeling about Notre Notre Dame's a very good team. Their only losses to the number one team in the country right now, Georgia, by one point. So the college football playoff put them as number three overall. I think Notre Dame's a very good team. Brandon Wimbush is doing absolute wonders at quarterback, and then you mix Josh Adams in, and they have their running game is something else right now. So then South Carolina minus seven, as I said earlier, was a push. South Carolina really was up 14 uh, late in that game, and they did like all teams do when they're up 14, and they just play prevent defense and let the team roll right down the field and score. So that bugged me a little bit. Oregon plus three. Oregon beat Utah handily. So, I mean, Oregon had a very good chance to win that game. I don't know why the line was plus three. Oregon was home in that game as well, and they took care of business for me. And Wyoming plus one and a half actually was like the greatest deal in the history of deals. I got Wyoming at plus one and a half. My friend texts me late Saturday night, says, hey, what do you think about Wyoming? The line's now at minus one and a half, so Wyoming was favored. I said, eh, you know, the line's at minus one and a half. I do think Wyoming was much better than New Mexico. It was 49 nothing by half. That game was in the bag. And then NFL, uh, New England covered minus seven against the Chargers. They beat them by eight, so couple stressful moments there at the end, but they got the job done. And so that concluded to a 6-3-1 record last week. So I am now 13-7-1 overall. I am 12-6-1 in college football. And what I noticed is that I am 11-3 when I pick games that are played on Saturdays in college football. In comparison, I'm 1-3 on games that aren't played on Saturdays. So I was doing some thinking and I was like, hmm. Why could that be? And I was thinking, probably because these teams, these no-name teams, get all pumped up for these 
Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night games, and they come out and ball out. And the team that's usually favorited, who I've usually picked on these weekday games, doesn't show up, kind of lackadaisical, and next thing you know, the other team covers. So I've decided that I'm really going to try to stick to Saturday games only because Saturday games have a more normal feel to them. They're a more normal game, even if they're a big rivalry game or really any other game. It, they just have a more normal, okay, it's a Saturday, it's college football today. So, I mean, upsets obviously still will happen, but, um, I mean, it is what it is. So, right now, 13-7-1, I'm hitting at 65%, 67% in college football. I don't even like that. I don't like that. I want better. I know I can be better. I'm going to be better. I want better. That being said, getting to this week's picks. Before we get to week 10 of my college football picks, I want to talk to you guys about mybookie.ag. When I first got into betting, mybookie.ag was the site I used to place all my bets. Ever since I started the podcast, people have always been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on, like Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, LSU or Alabama. Well, let me tell you this. Where you're betting at is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I always recommend people go to mybookie.ag. They have the best service. They've been in business for years and their reputation is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat you're making money for doing nothing, which is what we all love to do. They pay out in just two business days. Think about it, just two business days, one of the quickest there is. You know who's going to win, right? You see a line, you see a lock. So lay down some cash and win big today. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to 100% cash bonus. Use the promo code BENSBETS, that's capital B. E-N-S, capital B-E-T-S, to activate your 100% cash bonus. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Week 10 of college football. So here are my picks. So first game, like I said, all nine games are going to be played on Saturday this week. I left out the Oklahoma State-Oklahoma game. That game is going to be a pick and I really don't know who to pick in that game. For betting purposes, the line was at uh, Oklahoma State favored by 2.5. I think that's a very good line. I mean, these these Big 12 teams in their shootouts, these are two uh, top 10 teams. Well, I mean, Oklahoma State's 11, so top 11 teams, but it's going to be a very good game, and basically a coin flip. It could be who has the ball at the end, so I don't really want to you know, say, oh, put all your money in this team, and then they lose because on a, on a last-second field goal. So I'm not really feeling that confident about that game. Alabama and LSU, those Alabama's favored by 21.5. I know it's a huge rivalry in the SEC. However, I, I don't really know how Alabama's going to perform against LSU. In the past, they've won games like 9-6 to six and like, you know, 6-3. to three. However, Alabama got a little extra motivation when the college football playoff put them as second behind Georgia. So who knows what Nick Saban will do. They're up, they're facing Ed Ogeron and LSU. I'm not even going to try to do an Ed Ogeron impression, but I don't really feel that comfortable about that Alabama LSU game one way or the other. So that being said, I do feel pretty comfortable. In fact, very comfortable about the nine games I'm about to pick. Um, so here's what I would suggest if I were you. I've had a winning record the past two Saturdays. So here's what I do. So I'm up six units. If I were you, I'd just put the minimum, your minimum amount of units on every game that I bet. Because here's the thing. If you try to parlay some of my games, if you do a five-team parlay, right, five-team parlay, and you go four and one, 
the final team, let's just say, doesn't hit the parlay and they, they lose, so you don't get any of your money, you just went four and one. If you just put them on straight bets, you just won three units. So it doesn't make sense to me really to try to parlay. Obviously, the odds are, you know, great and the money you could win could be awesome. However, I mean, when you really think about it, like, I mean, that's like playing the lottery. They have a lot of numbers and the odds of winning it are slim. But I mean, yeah, it's always possible that you could win. But I mean, I don't know. The more games you put in a parlay, obviously, the less and less your chances are. And I just don't really like betting parlays. So I'd rather just stick to straight bets, and that way my record will prevail. And, you know, we'll obviously be in the plus. So, all right. So here we go. So first game of the week, Penn State, Michigan State. I believe I was seeing 11 a.m. It might be at 12 at ESPN's right now saying 12 p.m. I watched Fox yesterday. They were saying 11 a.m. I don't know when they're going to play this game. However, it's, it's going to be in the morning or right at noon. I think Penn State responds big time here. Penn State got dropped to seventh um, in the rankings. They're 7-1, obviously, after they imploded against Ohio State. And Michigan State lost to Northwestern in three overtimes. They lost to Northwestern, all right? Think about that. Northwest In football, they lost to Northwestern. Now, Northwestern is becoming a better team, but still, I mean, come on now, Michigan State. And Penn State, I think they, in order to really make a statement, they had a players-only meeting, and I'm big on players-only meeting. Whenever you have a players-only meeting, I mean, it's almost a given you're going to win the next game. So this line started out, I got it earlier in the week for minus seven and a half. Now Penn State's favored by nine. The line's jumped up a little bit. I'm still comfortable with Penn State covering at minus nine. I think they get the job done. I think Saquon Barkley goes off against uh, Michigan State. Michigan State's defense is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. However, Penn State's overall efficiencies are uh, one of the best. I believe they're third in the country in overall efficiencies. So in comparison, Michigan State's efficiencies, Michigan State has uh, the 31st best efficiencies in the country. So although Michigan State's 6-2, and two, they re- all, I mean, they beat Michigan, who's no longer ranked. They beat Indiana. They really haven't beat many great teams. So um, I'm interested to see how they do. I think it you know, could definitely be an interesting game, but I think Penn State definitely pulls away if they don't pull away right away. Um, I don't even know what I just said there now. I think about it. If they don't pull away, well, whatever. Regardless, I think Penn State wins this game, I don't know, by 14, 16 points, something like that. So give me Penn State minus nine as my first pick of the week. Second game of the week is going to be Florida versus Missouri. Florida is, or I'm sorry, Missouri's favored in this game by three and a half. So Missouri by three and a half. And guess what? I don't like it. I think Florida's going to cover at plus three and a half. Um, I think Florida's the better team. If you look at who Missouri's played and who Florida's played, yes, Florida just lost big against um, Georgia. They got smoked. However, Missouri is pretty bad. I mean, they, they beat like Idaho and Connecticut, big whoop. But they've got blown out by Auburn. They lost to Kentucky late in that game. They got blown out by Georgia as well. So in comparison, Florida's beat Kentucky. They beat Vanderbilt. They lost a one-point game to LSU, lost by two points to Texas A&M. So this Florida team, I think, is better than people think. I know they say that like every podcast, but I actually believe that Florida is, like, isn't that bad. Uh, definitely have a harder schedule, but they're you know right there in the um, middle part of the SEC standings. So I think Florida can at least cover. I don't know if Florida wins this game, but I think Florida at least covers at plus three and a half. So, um, and that game is also a noon game as well. So give me Florida plus three and a half for that for that game. All right, 
Third game is Houston versus East Carolina. Houston, I saw, had like a 94% chance to win this game. I love that. Houston's offense is just doing so well right now, and East Carolina's defense is doing terrible. East Carolina is letting up about 575 yards right now. 575 yards. That's incredible. So the line on this game's uh 24.5. Houston's favored by 24.5. Houston is home as well. I think Houston covers in this game. I think they win by 30, you know, 33 points, something like that. Houston just beat USF by four points, and USF was ranked number 17 in the country. They just lost a four-point game to Memphis, which was a shootout, 42-38, and they have beaten SMU. They beat Temple. Uh, they have a loss in there to Tulsa that worries me a little bit. In comparison, though, ECU, ECU's god-awful. I mean, every game they lose is by 20, 20, 30 points. So, I mean, they did beat BYU, but BYU is absolutely terrible. Um, so, Give me Houston covering at minus 24 and a half. Houston's five and three. Definitely a top of, I'm sorry, they're in the middle of um, AAC uh, conference right now. But they're one win away from kind of being tied with Memphis, depending on what Memphis does this week. So give me Houston minus 24 and a half. All right. Next game is Notre Dame versus Wake Forest. Notre Dame versus Wake Forest. I love Notre Dame right now. I mentioned it earlier in the show. I think Notre Dame's playing very, very hot right now. What scares me about this game is it could be a possible trap game. Um, Notre Dame's got Notre Dame's at Miami next week. Uh, little Catholics versus convicts. For those of you who remember the U, but Notre Dame's ranked third in the country right now. Only lost to Georgia, who's number one in the country by one point. Notre Dame's favored by 14 points in this game. I saw in the ESPN Power Index they had a 92% chance to win this game. They're favored by 14. I like it. Wake Forest is a decent team. They're not too bad. They won uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm sorry, last week they beat Louisville. Uh, but they've lost to, I mean, they lost to Georgia Tech by 14 points, and Notre Dame's favored by 14 over them. So they lost to Clemson by 14. They lost to Florida State. They beat Appalachian State by one point. So although Wake Forest is 5-3, and three, they're definitely at the lower part of the ACC, and Notre Dame is obviously one of the top teams in the country. So I, I think Brian Kelly understands that this game is a trap game, and he's got to have his guys ready to play, not be thinking about Miami. I think Notre Dame, basically, the college football committee has said that, you know, Notre Dame controls their own destiny right now. If they went out, they'll probably be in. So they can't take any game lightly. So I think Notre Dame comes out and uh, wins big. So give me Notre Dame minus 14. All right. Uh, next game, Iowa State at West Virginia. This is a tricky game right now. Uh, West Virginia is coming off a loss to Oklahoma State. That game was like a 20-point game, I believe, in like the third quarter. And next thing you know, West Virginia made a couple nice plays, got back in that game. Iowa State beat TCU. Uh, they were one of my losses last week. But Iowa State's now 15th in the country. They've beat two top-five teams this season, only had one win against a top-five team in program history once before in like 57 tries. So they're definitely playing well. West Virginia obviously puts up more yards, but they also let up more yards, so I think they'll cancel out in that sense. The line on this game was West Virginia was favored by two and a half. Uh, West Virginia is home. Game's being played at 330. I think Iowa State is so high right now, and they're playing so well right now. 
that I think they can come out and at least cover. I don't know if they win, but I do think they at least cover. If anything, they'll lose by one point or this game could go to overtime, something like that. I think Iowa State definitely will cover in this game. They're only letting up about 19 points per game. In comparison, West Virginia is letting up about 32 points per game. So Iowa State's defense get, is a more of a bend-don't-break defense. And Iowa State is hot right now. Ever since they lost to Texas at the beginning of um, – I'm sorry, at the end of September, they've won every game they've played in October, including Oklahoma, crushed Kansas, crushed T- uh, Texas Tech, and then they beat TCU. And West Virginia just lost to the 11th team in the country, Oklahoma State, last week. Uh, Mason Rudolph had a day. Uh, They barely beat Baylor by two points. They did beat Texas Tech when they were ranked, but then they've also lost to um, TCU. And West Virginia's defense, I mean, West Virginia let up 34 points to Kansas. Iowa State let up none. Uh, And Kansas is one of those teams that's god-awful. So I do think Iowa State covers in this game, plus two and a half, so you can... Mark that as one of my picks. Iowa State plus two and a half. On to the next game, Northwestern versus Nebraska. Northwestern, I saw, had a 60% chance to win this game, and I believe like a 65% chance to cover. The line right now is Northwestern plus one. Unfortunately, I jumped on it the other day at minus one. I should have waited, but right now it's at plus one, so I'd advise you to jump on that. Northwestern plus one. Northwestern is playing very well right now. I'm not sure why this line is where it is, which scares me a little bit because it's kind of like, okay, hold on. What does Vegas know that I don't know? But they don't know anything I don't know because I'm Ben's bets. I'm hitting 65%. Let's be real. Come on now. Northwestern. They just beat the number 16 team in the country in three overtimes. Three overtimes they lasted with Michigan State. Beat them. They even made a two-point conversion at the end of that third overtime. They beat Iowa State in overtime the week before. They beat Maryland. And their last two losses, oh, against two top 10 teams in the country in Wisconsin and Penn State. So Northwestern is a mediocre team in the Big Ten. In comparison, we have Nebraska. Now, Nebraska, they got blown out by Ohio State. Blown out. They lost to Wisconsin by 17 points in a game that wasn't really even a game. They beat Purdue. I mean, Purdue's awful. Absolutely. Purdue lost to Rutgers, so they beat Purdue by one point. Ooh, big deal. They beat Rutgers by 10 points. Ooh, big deal. They lost to Illinois, the worst team in the – I'm sorry, they beat Illinois, the worst team in the Big Ten. So if you look at Nebraska's schedule, uh, three of their four wins are against Illinois, Rutgers, and Purdue. Terrible teams. Terrible teams. So I don't know why uh, Nebraska is favored by one in this game. I love Northwestern in this game, plus one. Love it. Uh, I mean, it's the line's only plus one, so I doubt you can get a money line for it. But I would bet Northwestern money line if you had a chance to. Um, I can't imagine the line getting any bigger for Northwestern, or I'm sorry, for Nebraska, that Nebraska would then be favored by one and a half or two. But I love Northwestern in this game. The game is being played in Lincoln at home for Nebraska. But still, I, th- I think Northwestern is playing very good football right now. So Pat Fitzgerald's been there for, I don't know, 11 years now. So they're playing very well. This might be his best season yet right now. So give me Northwestern plus one. All right. Next game of the week, we have Oregon State versus California. Oregon State, my good old friends, Oregon State. Maybe look like a straight nerd last Thursday. I believe this line, this line is... Um, Cal by Cal is favored by seven and a half. I'm going to take Cal favored by seven and a half. 
I think Vegas set this line at seven and a half to kind of entice people to bet on Oregon State because they just had a big win against number 20 Stanford, even though I don't think Stanford should ever be ranked again, ever be ranked again after you barely beat, barely beat, barely beat Oregon State. Cal, seven and a half favorites. Cal's not a great team. They're only four and five and one and five in the conference. So it's really a battle of the lower tier Pac-12 teams. However, Cal, I just think, is definitely better than Oregon State and only by a touchdown. I mean, come on now. You got, I mean, you got to give it to Cal there. I mean, and you look at Cal's schedule as well. They did beat um, Washington State, who was ranked number eighth at the time in the middle of October. Washington State's now ranked 25th. They crushed Washington State. They lost a two-overtime game by one point to Arizona. Arizona's now ranked. They did lose to Colorado last week, which does scare me a little bit. They lost by 16 points. Not a huge fan of that result, judging as Colorado's not great either. Um, but Cal's definitely played a pretty hard schedule. Oregon State has played a hard schedule as well. They have a new interim head coach, um, which I did know going into last game, but he seems like the type of fired-up guy and all. I think last week's loss took a lot out of Oregon State. They were so pumped up, so ready to go. They came out firing against Stanford. They had that game won, and they lost it. And that's just deflates your team just absolutely takes the air out of your team right there so give me cal minus seven and a half and you know what if uh, oregon state beats me again then i don't know what i'll do i mean here's a team that had has one win one win worst rushing defense in the country all right next game utah state versus new mexico utah state if you noticed a couple weeks ago i bet on them on their money line right now New Mexico is favored by four. I love Utah State plus four in this game. Absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. Utah State's got a 55% chance to win this game. Uh, they did lose big last week to Boise, but Boise's a very good team. And New Mexico, New Mexico's been terrible. They were they supposedly had like a toss of a coin flip game last week against Wyoming with a spread of one. And next thing you know, they lost by like, I don't know, 35 points, something crazy like that. They're getting the same amount of yards in offense, Utah State and New Mexico, so they're about even there, and Utah State's letting up a little bit more yards. But Utah State, I think, is just a better overall team. Uh, if, I mean, Utah State lost to Wyoming a couple weeks ago by five, and as I mentioned, New Mexico lost to them by, like, you know, 35. So give me Utah State plus four. I don't know if I'd go as far to say put some money on the money line, but plus four, I think that's a good line, and I think Utah State covers it. They may lose like a one-point game, three-point game, something like that. But I think Utah State will get the job out there in uh, the Mountain West. Next game and my final college football game of the week is the Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles at the Tennessee Volunteers. This line is six and a half. Let me tell you something. That is a slap in the face to Tennessee. Tennessee is only favored by six and a half over Southern Mississippi. Peyton Manning is rolling over in his grave right now. He's not even dead, but this this line actually might have killed him. This line actually might have killed him, minus six and a half. If Tennessee loses this game, or if they don't even cover this game, obviously they're already going to fire Butch Jones at the end of the season, but they should literally take his keys from him, make him walk home, and tell him never, ever to return again. Southern Mississippi is... Not that good of a team at all. They have like the 91st best efficiencies in the country. 
in comparison, Tennessee's got like the 75th best efficiencies in the country, and I know what you're saying. Oh, Ben, it's only a difference of 16 teams. Yeah, it is, but look at the team Tennessee's look at the teams Tennessee's played. They've played Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. They've played Georgia Tech, who's not that bad. They've just lost to Kentucky by three points. So in comparison, Southern Mississippi has played some terrible teams. I, free, I don't even know. Oh, they're in the um, Conference USA. Conference USA. Big whoop. They lost to UAB last week. Give me Tennessee minus six and a half. I think Tennessee should win this game by 14, 20 points. Really make a statement. They've been losing a lot lately. I think just to kind of boost morale around there in Knoxville that they've got to get a W, a big W. They're at home. It's a 7.30 at night game. I think this might be, you know, one final stand for Butch Jones in which he's like, hey, you know, I actually can put out like a decent football team. So, I mean, I mean, if you lose this, think about that. Like you lost to Southern Mississippi. That's just embarrassing. You should just quit your job right there. Give me Tennessee minus six and a half. So that concludes my college picks. Uh, I'm going to run through them one more time just so we have it down for the record. I, I'll obviously tweet these out on a Saturday morning you know, right before kickoff, but I want people to be listening to the podcast and through the podcast, you know, maybe we could pick up some sponsors and all. My bookie already started sponsoring with us. So, you know, I want the podcast to grow and all. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ben's underscore bets underscore pod. The social media, I got to give you guys credits. It's kind of grown a little bit. I like being interactive, you know, with everyone else who likes college football. It's kind of weird coming from a Northeastern point of view because we have terrible college football up here, but uh, I've always been a fan of college football, so I like when other people are, you know, just as into it as I am. So uh, my picks are Penn State minus nine, Florida plus three and a half, Houston minus 24 and a half, Notre Dame minus 14, Iowa State plus two and a half, Northwestern plus one, California minus seven and a half, Utah State plus four, and Tennessee minus six and a half. All right, so those are my nine NCAA games, all being played on Saturday. I'm 11-3 on Saturday when picking college football games, so I hope to have a good week. And my NFL pick of the week, I always do one NFL pick of the week. Um, I like Jacksonville minus 4.5 over the Bengals right now. The Bengals are god-awful, and Jacksonville has a um, 78% chance to win this game. Jacksonville's favored by 4.5 here, so give me Jacksonville minus 4.5. Uh, Cincinnati's a straight mess. They just had a blocked trade by the NFL. Um, they wanted to trade away A.J. McCarron to the Browns. That whole thing is just a distraction, if you ask me, an absolute distraction. Jacksonville is riding high right now. Uh, Jacksonville just shut out Indianapolis, 27-0. They lost the 10-point game to the Rams, but remember they beat the Raiders and they beat Baltimore earlier as well. The Bengals just beat the Colts last week by one point. Jacksonville had had their bye last week, so they're coming off their bye. Um, and the Bengals lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, they lost to Green Bay. So I really do think Jacksonville covers here at home. I think if Jacksonville wins this game, it propels them to the top of the AFC South. Uh, they, I mean, who knows? Possibly playoffs in Jacksonville. Possibly. I'm not going to say it now because we're only halfway through the season, but it's possible. So give me Jacksonville minus four and a half at home. All right, so that concludes this episode of Ben's Bets Podcast. This podcast was a little bit longer, uh, a little more content out of your boy. I'm not going to pat myself on the back. I'm just going to pat myself on the back. 
ain't nothing special to it. Just doing my thing. As always, like like the podcast, um, rate the podcast, review the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. The podcast is under Ben's Bets, and the S in Bets is the money sign because I'm trying to get make you guys money for free. I'm out here being Robin Hood. I'm not even charging you for my picks. Other people are charging for picks. Oh, pay $99 for my package for this week's college football where I'm going to go 5-5, five and five, and then I'm going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. No. I'm going to give you a winning winning slate of games, and I'm not even going to charge. All I expect you to do is listen to the podcast. Follow me on um, Twitter at Ben's underscore Bets underscore pod. I have a green logo with the money sign as the S. I'm, we're almost at 200 followers, so uh, I've kind of been, you know, I've been actually very happy with the way that has grown, and I'm trying to reach out to sponsors now to kind of get this thing sponsored so we can really get it, you know, rolling and i can put more of my time to it because right now i'm in school and all and just got a lot so but it doesn't matter you know i'm in school i'm taking tons of classes i got jobs i got this i got that my parents want me taking the trash i'm doing all this stuff and you know what i'm doing you know what i'm doing i'm paying attention to the lines i'm watching the lines every little half point minus half point plus two point i'm paying attention to the lines why because i want to look out for you i want to look i'm Trust me, I know you've had a rough time of it. You're probably in the negative. You're like, Ben, please, please, you're my guy for college football. I need you to get me to a positive. And here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I'm putting in the research so that you don't have to put in the research. Only bet games that you do research on. Only bet games that you do research on. I've been looking at the lines. I've been rating the games, deciding which games I want to bet, which games I don't want to bet. And I've decided, you know what, I want to help everyone out that pays attention to me all right i had kids message me this one kid tried to message me on twitter starting a beef telling me how oh you know i'm the best kid in uh i'm the best kid that's not in vegas and i was, I was like bro what's what are you hitting at right now he's like i'm hitting at 58 percent. i said 58 percent. are you serious that's jv that's jv go down to the lower field all right do your research down there on the bench with all you other little degenerates and when you can come back up here and hit at 65 percent then then we can have a conversation about gambling then we can have a conversation about it. but until then 58 58 percent get out of here come on 58 percent if i start sliding like that i'll let you guys know i'll say hey listen i'm doing so bad i want you to bet the opposite of what i bet i'll still help you win okay but until that happens bet what i say like i said put the minimums or put whatever value you feel comfortable. I mean, maybe we've got some high rollers out there. I know most of my audience is right around the college level. So, you know, we're pushing around pennies right now, just trying to make a living. But, you know, if you're a high roller, I don't blame you. Make, you know, you got to spend money to make money. So that is going to conclude this podcast. As always, like I said, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes at Ben's Bets Pod. On Twitter, give me a follow, you know, throw a like my way here and there you know it's not the end of the world maybe give me a retweet if you're really feeling frisky uh hopefully this was better sound quality and as always thank you guys for listening listen 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 tell your friends about it be like yo i know this guy he picks these games he's hitting at 65 percent right now that's gonna open up some eyeballs and put some headphones in people's ears ben's bets pod on twitter give me a, a follow all right i'll see you guys next week
Watch a tune. And here's what happened when they decided to 